G'day humans. What's the good word? Chris Funder here with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. Alex, how you going, mate? I'm doing fantastic. Let's talk about some Aussie New Zealand wrestling. Yes, indeed. But I suppose uh, not anything from New Zealand this month on VOD, so it's purely uh, Aussie wrestling again. Oi, oi, oi. Love it. You love to say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so six shows this month offered on VOD, uh, excluding the PWA shows we touched on in the Premiership. So no shows this uh, month from New Zealand, Queensland, the Northern Territory, Western Australia, Tasmania, or the ACT on VOD. One additional show out of New South Wales. There's two shows from South Australia and three from Victoria we'll be touching on. Um, I'm not sure how much of the six Alex has watched, but we'll uh, just get straight into it. And if Alex has watched it, he can uh, give any feedback there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sort of coming out of the Christmas uh, relaxed period, we need to get back on track a little. And the year seems to be revving up with a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, next month's episode of this podcast is going to be pretty crazy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> just going on what's already advertised, I think it'll be a big one. Uh, so we start off 16th of January for Def Def Deathmatch Down Under, their first full show after the two uh, matches were aired last February for their And Out Come the Wolves event from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Uh, this is available on independent wrestling TV and has commentary and live fans in attendance. Did you watch this one, Alex? I sure did. You okay. knew I would. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you would have been presently surprised by, in the first match, a singles match, Richie Taylor... Uh, defeated the surprise late replacement of Shazza McKenzie in Tommy Knight. Yeah, that was so cool. Like, I love Shaz, but you know how much I've just become a Tommy Knight fan. I just love his work. So, yeah, I popped hard for that. Yeah, I have to agree there as well. The uh, rest of the results here were I'll run them down and then we can touch over the event itself. Second was a Deathmatch Down Under Tag Team Championship Tournament first round match. Blacklisted, that's Big Rig Fox and JXT defeating the team of Avery and Curtis Day. A singles match where Gore with Crackerjack defeats Michael Wright. Another Deathmatch Down Under Tag Team Title Tournament first round match where Misspent Youth, Aisha and Murdoch defeated Aiden Miller and Tyson Baxter. The UGWA Total Violent Championship match had Guido, the champion, defeating Joel Bateman. A barbed wire board death tag team match that saw Mad Dog and Michael Weaver defeating the team of Raw Beef, Too Crazy and RXSP. Co-main event, a singles match of Jake Andrew Arthur defeating Caveman Ugg. And in the main event, your 100 light tubes match. Damon Rivers defeated Callum Butcher. Um, take it away, Alex. First of all, i got to talk about what you probably expect me to talk about. JXT's a heel now, and I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah, it's totally playing into uh, his new persona with uh, Fox saying they're blacklisted... Um, on one of the shows later 
I'll uh, touch on it, but uh, commentary on that show sort of brought up that they are uh, blacklisted. They've been kicked out of a few companies from Australia. Yeah, yeah. And I thought JXT, like, yeah, he's a completely... He's completely found his thing here, acting the heel, I think. Um, and Avery looks great. I I really never thought I would say this, but my God, Jack Andrew... Uh, not Jack. Jake Andrew Arthur looked incredible on this show. Like... That was the best match of his entire career, or at least anything I've seen, and that was so good. I loved yeah. him and Ugg. Ugg's first match back since the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Current uh, PWA heavyweight champion and MCW intercontinental champion. Yep, and I would say this is a lot of people's first matches since the pandemic. Yeah, that, that'd be true too. Uh, Avery's first match back. Uh, Richie probably Fox and JXT's first match yeah. back uh, Joel Bateman most likely Aisha depending on what happened with PCW during the summer I think it was Baxton and Miller probably Mad Dog probably so yeah a lot of the Victorian based wrestlers here getting their first match back um, I think what we were discussing what this promotion is going to look like I think you said it's true. It's more of a GCW than a CZW in terms of um, it does have a mix of sort of normal uh, style wrestling matches. It's not all uh, light tube, ultra-violent death matches, but there is some of that there. Um, yeah, and it's not like it's back-to-back like death matches as well. They've strategically placed like... Um... You know, Jake Andrew and Arthur between a couple of death matches and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so before I give my opinion here, I have to say this isn't my preferred style of wrestling, that being uh, ultra-violent light tube deathmatch wrestling. Um, but I did want to check out their first show. Honestly, I don't know what to think of the light tube match, especially with Melbourne going in and out of restrictions over the summer. Like, in that match where they both have a light tube and they crack it over each other's heads and it just shatters everywhere and you see it fly out the ring. Yeah. Um, I will say bravo to the Deathmatch Down Under crew for looking after the safety of their audiences. Um, I saw plenty of photos online of um, for the light tube Deathmatch, like, goggles being handed out and stuff like that and gloves and stuff like that to the audience members, which is a really good touch. Yeah, yeah, it's something that I didn't hear about at the time. Um, That being said, the promotion does look very professional uh, in the way that it's shot, commentated, uh, graphics, uh, promotional packaging, uh, inclusivity of First Nations people and the wider LGBTQIA plus community uh, using pronouns on name graphics. Yeah, that was such a cool touch. Um, I'm just not sure if, like, whilst all that is a really good step in wrestling, deathmatch wrestling just isn't for me, and I'm not sure if this is the promotion for me. Um, that being said, really good. I gave it three beers. 
Well, I'd just like to say I think the production value of this show was probably the best I've seen out of any Aussie promotion. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd think... agree there. A lot better than um, some of the other promotions recently. Yeah. Uh, I th- if it's not better, it's just as good as any other promotion. I think, like, in my mind, like, I hold mcw's production quality pretty high in my mind so these guys were just as good if not better um i love their ring like it's kind of a japanese sort of throwback ring with the long turnbuckle instead of the three short turnbuckle pads yeah uh, sponsors all over the mat i love that um the backstage sponsor area where they do the interviews like a Japanese wrestling promotion would. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a different different appearance, different visual than most other Australian companies. Uh, the death matches, like, I genuinely enjoyed Joel Bateman's match with Guido. I thought there was actually some psychology and some actual wrestling involved as well as as well as, you know, the violence and all that sort of stuff. Um, I would not say that about the main event. I think the wrong match went on last. Yeah, Uh, I'd agree. uh, Although, that being said, if I'd watched the light tube one first and then the ultraviolet match second, I may have been worn out at that point just because I'm not a huge fan of that style of wrestling. Yeah. Um... Overall, like the non-death matches were fantastic. I thought they were great. Um, some of the death matches were a bit so-so for me, but I really enjoyed this show just because it's so different to anything else out there in Australia. I'm giving it four and a half beers. Ah, very good then. Uh, so from there we go on to another event from the 16th of January 2021, the International Wrestling Australia Relentless Under Pressure from Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. This is available on IWA Rewind and has commentary and live fans in attendance. So a lot of the promotions that were sort of either having one or two shows during the pandemic, either without fans or uh, limited production, are coming back with that now. Yeah. Uh, so results were first the IWA Trans Tasman Championship match. Treehugger Lucci, the champion, defeated Brad Alexander. A singles match where Kingsley defeated Charlie Evans. Uh, a tag team match where Dazza and Jimmy Townsend defeated Sam Osborne and Will Keaters via DQ. A singles match where Headhunter Rig defeated Jude London. The IWA Heavyweight Championship match in the main event where Chris Abbott, the champion, defeated Matty Wahlberg. Uh, I don't think you caught this one, did you, Alex? No, um, I'm yet to check out uh, much of IWA, although they've got such a talented roster by the looks of that lineup. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the main event, Abbott and Wahlberg. Um, Abbott getting the win, and then in the post-match, there's a stare-down between Abbott and the beach bum booter, Jackson Kelly, to sort of uh, signal that's where they're going next. A really good show. I thought three beers overall. Sounds good. 
Uh, from there, another event from the 16th, a very busy weekend in Australian independent wrestling as Wright City Wrestling present Wright City Rumble 2021 from Adelaide, South Australia. Uh, this is available on RCW YouTube and again includes commentary and fans in attendance. So uh, the opening match was a key to the city qualifying freeway match that saw Jet Armstrong defeat Gabriel Eros and Royce Chambers. Second was the second key to the city qualifying match that saw Katie Trey defeat Eli Ferios and JJ Ferno. Following that, a singles match where Delta defeated Savannah Summers, a tag team match where Adam Brooks and the Antivirus defeated Nick Armstrong and Tony Toro. The co-main event saw RCW Championship being defended in a Monsters Ball match where Rocky Monero, the champion, defeated Baron. And in the main event, an RCW Wright City Rumble match uh, with 20 participants. Sorry. So Ace Wilson, Brandon Black, Katie Trey, Dean Brady, Down Under, Eli Furios, Havoc, James Cray, Jensen Hunt, jo Jonathan Corviday, Kit Condor, Mike Boomer, Nick Armstrong, Party Guy Ty, Red Shaw, Royce Chambers, Tony Toro, Ty Tyler Daniels, and Zach Sabbath all eliminated as Matt Hayter was the winner. Oh, very good. Yeah, I actually checked this show out. Chris? Cool. Yes, um, I quite enjoyed this show, actually. Um, we recently watched a different Riot City Rumble show by RCW, and this was head and shoulders above that. Namely, we actually got commentary, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yes, man, I loved Rocky Monero versus Baron. Yeah, I have to agree there as well. I thought it was a really good match. Um, and the continuation of Rocky's reign and him using the rules to his favour because a monster's ball equals no DQ, so the family can interfere and the referee can't do anything about it. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good showing. Uh, Brooksy sort of still over in South Australia, it seemed, at the um, midway point of January. be interesting to see if he has come back to Victoria. I haven't looked at MCW that happened the past weekend yet. I'm not sure if that's up on Vimeo yet, but him being the current MCW champion, you think he may try to head back there soon. Yeah. Um. Really good. Uh, anything of note stand out from you from the uh, the Rumble itself? Because for me, Tyler Daniels getting a bunch of eliminations was something I didn't see coming going into that Rumble. Yeah, he actually looks like a beast in this. Um, I, I honestly thought Redshaw would be the one to sort of run through everyone, and then late in the uh, in the match, they'd all sort of uh, team eliminate Redshaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, as they say when they talk about the Royal Rumble, they call it the Diesel spot because he was the first guy to get the mass elimination spot. Um, I thought for sure Redshaw was going to be in that Diesel sort of role. But, yeah, Tyler Daniels, that was very surprising. Um, quite frankly, I was surprised by the winner. Yeah, Matt Hayter. Yeah, um, nothing against him. I think he is a fantastic talent. I just didn't think he was going to win this one. Yeah, and your um, final 
final three, of course, being Tyler Daniels, Havoc, and Matt Hader. Yeah, I honestly thought Havoc was going to win this. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there too um, when I saw the final three. But um, I think they've made the right choice going forward for the year ahead in Matt Hader, someone they can sort of build a uh, challenge of uh, Rocky around for a month or two. Yeah, exactly. And um, and I guess Havoc gets his moment later on. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, overall, I thought this was a good show to sort of come back to after the little break in the second half of the year. Uh, four beers. Yeah, I'll give it four as well. That's a pretty good score for it. It was a very good show, worth checking out. Mainly for that title match and the Rumble match. Yeah. But right. I, I'm biased towards Rumble matches. Even <laughs> if I don't know or any of the 20 people in it, I just have so much fun watching them. It's it's a good thing to put on and just keep on in the, uh, in the background as you're watching. Yeah, I reckon in the past month I've watched about uh, every Rumble match up until like 2004... Like, I stopped after 2003 for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, wow, that's a lot of rumbles. <laughs> yeah, I just have them on in the background while I'm doing doing stuff around the house, like doing the dishes, crap like that. Being a good boy, trying to get brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. From there, there wasn't much time off as Wright City Wrestling came back the next night on the 17th for reanimated number 16, again from Adelaide. Again, this is on Wright City Wrestling YouTube, came to us with commentary and fans live in attendance. So they kicked off the... Happy one-year anniversary to Alex Williams watching Riot City Wrestling because my first Riot City show I watched was reanimated last year. My last one I've watched so far was reanimated this year's. So I watched this. Yeah, so of a company that uh, won you over in a year. Yeah, and I hated last year's reanimated show. I was very, very vocal about that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, so, yeah, opening contest is a six man tag team match that saw Dean Brady, James Cray, and Redshaw defeating the team of Down Under, Nick Armstrong, and Tony Toro. Following that, a singles match where Adam Brooks with the antivirus defeated Eli Fieros, who had Gabriel Eros in his corner. An RCW Women's Championship match where Izzy Shaw, the champion, versed Delta to a no contest after four minutes because Savannah Summers ran in and interfered in the match. A tag team match where the Kings of Ruin, Mike Boomer and Zach Sabbath, defeated the team of JJ Ferno and Royce Chambers. Uh, a singles match where Jensen Hunt defeated Jonathan Corviday and Matt Hayter defeating Tyler Daniels, who had Rocky Monero in his corner. And in the main event, a key to the city four-way ladder match that saw Havoc with Benjamin Rosenford defeat Katie Trey, Jet Armstrong and Kit Condor. Um, your thoughts, Alex? Yeah, Matt Hayter's going to beat Rocky Monero and then Havoc uses his key to the city and beats uh, Matt Hayter and you're off to the races. Yeah, yeah, possibly. 
I could really see that happening, although I've spoken at length before. Rocky Monero for a 3,000-day title run. <laughs> Why are we going Bruno territory now? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking... I'm thinking Bruno or, or maybe, like, Fabulous Muller 20-year title run. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. I wouldn't be opposed to it, I'll say that. <laughs> I, I think if anyone in Australia could make it work, it's Rocky Monero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I thought as good as this night was, and um, in my opinion, watching these back-to-back, I thought, Night one was um a lot better, and I gave this three uh, beers. Yeah, it. If they could redo things, I think they should have put the Rumble event on night two instead of night one. Yeah, it didn't feel like an anniversary show, and that's why I think I'm holding it too because you didn't have the the tag titles defended, you didn't have the the men's title defended. Yeah. Like, you didn't even have the, the tag champs defend on the weekend. No. Um, uh, I think I think um, their women's division is still growing. Um, still got a long way to grow, probably. I uh, don't want to be too critical because they are making the most of the talent they have in their, in their area, in their state. <laughs> Unfortunately, like... You would say, like, New South, Vic, and Queensland even are hoarding all the more well-known female wrestlers in Australia. So these guys have to sort of use lesser-known people that aren't quite as over yet, so they have to sort of build a division from the ground up. Um, Which I think they're making good inroads to, but they're just not quite there yet. Um, Yeah. terms of everything else it was a very solid show just yeah it was missing a little something i think maybe if you put rocky monero versus baron on this show yeah i could agree there well yeah i'm still here (laughs) um yeah so for myself three beers uh what do you say alex yeah i'm gonna have i'm yeah, I'm going to have to give him three as well. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, uh, second last event of January, we go down to Professional Championship Wrestling Summer Series Grand Final 2021 from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia on the 31st of January. Uh, comes to us with commentary and fans live in attendance. This is available on PCW Network and now Fight TV. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I might have tried to check it out. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, well. So we have a cruiserweight freeway match. Uh, Royce Chambers defeating Emmanuel the Kid and JJ Ferno. The PCW Ignition Championship, where Nate Cross, the champion, defeated Wake. A tables match where Ryan Rapper defeated Lucas Daniels. The PCW National Champion, Mark Cage, defeated Mad Dog. The PCW Tag Team Championship, the Sly Guys, Drayden and James Sly, defeating the Black Diamonds, Jason Blade and Seth Tanner, the former champions, meaning 
The Sly Guys are your new PCW Tag Team Champions. A singles match where Aisha of RB4K with Carl Grove in her corner defeating Kellyanne of Ring of Honor. And in the main event for the Summer Series Cup Grand Final match, Barry O'Leary defeats Cass Stone. Um, your thoughts, Alex, if you have any quick thoughts or questions? Um, I'm just going to have to go back and check out Asia versus Kellyanne, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, I completely... I knew that match had happened, and I, I did make a mental note to try and find that and watch it, but, yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, geez, that sounds so good. Um, yeah, this was a highlight of the night, this match. Um, I don't want to say too much if you're going to go back and watch it. Um, other say, than... say as much as you want. I don't, I don't care about spoilers or stuff like that. Uh, do you mind if I ruin the fishing sequence? Don't no, care. No, no, I'll, I'll leave it in case any of the listeners are going to go back and watch it, which I highly recommend you do. Um, yeah, Aisha and Kellyanne just had really good in-ring chemistry. I don't think they've had a singles match before because the time Aisha's sort of been on PCW TV, Kellyanne's been out of PCW, mostly with uh, MCW, and then over in the US trying to get in the Ring of Honor before the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Kellyanne didn't used to make many appearances for PCW at all. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was sort of like if you showed up on MCW, you're probably not going to show up in PCW, that sort of thing. The yeah. rosters didn't really blend over that much. So that's why, like, I could tell you most of the people on MCW, but a lot of the people on PCW are pretty unknown to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I would love to check that out. Aisha's all, almost ready. She's ready to skyrocket. Yeah, I, I actually have my Aisha T-shirt on at the moment as we're talking about this. But um, another standout from this was Barry O'Leary. You're going to love his character, Lucky okay. Barry O'Leary. He gets the win being a heel because he has a horseshoe in his tights. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Um, again, good matches here from the, uh, the rest of the card. Royce Chambers in that Cruiserweight Freeway. Nate Cross having a good showing as ignition champion. Mark Cage as the national champion. Um, yeah, a, a really, really good uh, return for PCW. Also getting the uh, the jump here on their biggest competitor in the state by a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that'll good. be one of the big stories to see what happens over the uh, the next year with PCW and uh, MCW. Dude, one of these days they're going to have to just put all differences aside and do a big super show. The only time they have brought in a lot of the PCW people was for that bushfire show. Yeah. Um, uh, like, that show had so much potential, but, like, the matches were so-so, but the cause was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, like... Oh, man, the matches they could have booked just using the people they had on that show. Oh, I could tangent all day about that. 
Oh, uh, well. Um, yeah, overall, I thought really good. That Asia Kalyan match, six beers. Overall, the show, I gave four. Sounds good. Uh, so we go down to the final event of the uh, January 2021. 31st, we go down to the final event. 31st January 2021 for Mayhem Pro Episode 3? Yes. Uh, I had been to uh, exactly 50% of the shows before this. <laughs> uh, well, don't worry. I don't think you could have got a ticket for this one. As though it's happening in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, it's uh, without commentary and fans in attendance. It only appears that there's trainees and staff in the uh, relentless uh, pro wrestling school. There, there was commentary from Andy Coyne. Oh, okay, I thought he was only doing ring announcing. Maybe it was um just the parts I missed. Yeah, maybe it it wasn't the most like intense commentary. It wasn't like full on. It was like there were little gaps here and there in commentary. But yeah, um, yeah. so this these uh, matches are available on the Mayhem Pro YouTube. Yeah, um, remember when we were talking about the Road Warriors documentary? Yeah. <laughs> How about training in the church basement, and if you took the went to run the ropes, you'd uh, hit the concrete wall? Yep. <laughs> this is my first thought, uh, seeing the uh, relentless ring in action. Yeah, I don't... I think it's actually kind of like a somewhat optical illusion. I don't think it's as close to that concrete wall as it looks. Yeah, yeah, you could see a, a gap uh, between yeah. the apron and the actual wall itself, so it's not hard against it. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I follow Relentless and Mayhem on Instagram, and the first time I saw their setup, I, that was my exact thought, was that story of the Road Warriors running into the ropes and banging their hips on concrete. Uh, man. Uh, so the matches uh, that are available in order they were uploaded are... A singles match where JXT defeated Tyson Baxter. A singles match where Erica Reed defeated Jake Navarra. A singles match where Gore defeated Broderick Mitchell. And a tag team match where Blacklisted, JXT and Fox defeated Callum Butcher and Cousin Ali. Uh, your thoughts here, Alex? I thought these were pretty good matches. Um, I, I get where they're coming from releasing it match by match but i i like a good full show on youtube um their theory is that you get more views by having like shorter videos so i understand that so they want to provide exposure and all that get the most eyes possible um yeah i i think these were pretty solid matches uh it just made me really sad because of how much fun I had at the second Mayhem show that, yeah, I don't know when I'll be able to go to one again. <laughs> yeah, um, I did notice looking back on this that they have uploaded a, a large chunk of that second episode. It's not in full, but there's a few matches there now. Yes, yes, uh, there, there are a few. You you can see me sometimes. I'm sitting front row. The JXT I, match? I'm 
positive you can see me in that one. <laughs> uh, man. Um, I thought it was good, yeah. Maybe it was just the volume I had my, uh, my uh, TV on as I was working and had this on in the background uh, that I couldn't hear it clearly. Uh, good return for Mayhem. Like their first actual matches they've released in over a year. Uh, free beers, I thought it was really good fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to have to give it, like, I'll be a little nicer. I'll give it three and a half. Um, yeah, nothing standout, but nothing bad either. It was just good, fun wrestling. Very good. Uh, wrestlers of the month, do you want me to go first or should you? You can go first, sir. Uh, so for myself, I'm going to have to say Kellyanne for a match at PCW versus uh, Asia. And then for male wrestler Barry O'Leary just won me over in that uh, Summer Series Cup final against Cass Stone. Yeah, very good. Um, I'm going to have to give my female wrestler of the month to, surprise, surprise, Avery. Yeah, I really enjoy. Choice. I really enjoy Avery. Just seeing her get back in front of a crowd. I don't know. It warmed my my toxic black heart. Um, oh man, I'm going to cop a lot of crap for doing this, but I think I have good cause to do this this month. <laughs> I know where you're going, and yes, <laughs> I fully agree. Callum Butcher is Alex's male wrestler of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say not only because he's one of my favourites but he actually had three matches this month so I think he's just as in contention as anyone else I thought he had three very solid performances I'm so happy to finally do this my wrestler of the month for January is, you've already written it down the J-Stick JXT yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might not get that that easy of a chance to give it to him ever again. So, yeah, yeah, maybe not. Who knows uh, what the future holds for Relentless? But yeah. I know the future for Australian wrestling is looking uh, very, very packed. Um, we've got a show happening in Tassie next month. MCW returns in February. Uh, PWA has finished their premiership, so they're going back to monthly shows in February. There's a big pay-per-view. Nui Pro has announced an, a return uh, February or March, I believe. I don't have it written down in front of me. EPW are doing shows as our new horizon out in Western Australia, but there's just no VOD at the moment, and that's why we delay these shows to the second week of uh, the next month to allow people time to upload shows so we can try to cover as much as we can from the previous month. Yep. Uh, and Victoria-wise, PCW should be back. Mayhem, I'm not sure if they're going to uh, keep uploading new shows monthly from their trading uh, school. Deathmatch Down Unders announced another match. I'm pretty sure in New South, IPW will be back. Queensland, there's a Wide Bay Pro Wrestling show online. 
How close to that are you? Uh, to watching it or to going to visit? To go on a visit. A couple of hours down the road. Ooh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, it's already happened and I couldn't get time off. Ah, right. Of course but, you couldn't. You're the busiest man in all of podcasting at the moment. Yes, it would seem so. But uh, no word officially yet on Darwin. Uh, out of the ACT, I haven't heard anything. And across the ditch for New Zealand, I haven't heard anything. And that's mostly everything. The only other major one is Wrestle Rampage. I haven't heard anything back from there either. Yep. Um, I hate to sound like a negative Nelly, but I'm just going to assume Darwin's done for the time being. I think so because of the uh, constantly changing travel restrictions. Like, for example, Queensland had their restrictions around Christmas, so all the borders closed to anyone going into other states from Queensland. That lifted, and then within the space of two weeks, WA and Victoria had cases, so Queensland closed their borders to those states. Yeah. <laughs> so it's ju- it's just constantly uh, moving goalposts at this stage, just waiting to see what exactly is happening, and I think it's going to be like that for a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, and plus, they heavily relied on Victorian talent. Yeah, well... We saw one of those uh, possible first champions, Erica Reid, there on a match earlier. Uh, we didn't yeah. even bring up the point Avery is still the uh, MCW women's champion, and she had her first match back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah, and at, the, at this point, as we're talking about the end of January, the MCW tag champs haven't wrestled for like a year. Yeah, that's that's a good point coming into the show that happened last weekend. I haven't watched yet. Have you watched that show at all? I've watched about 50% of it. Okay, then. Oh, man. I forgot how much I missed MCW. Can't wait to talk about that next month. Yeah, yeah, the return of MCW. Um, it, it, it'll be weird, I think, because I'm going in completely dark and you've already seen some of it. So I'm just going in completely dark, no social media of what's happening, no match cards. So I'm just treating this as they've taken a year off. I don't know what's coming. This is pretty much a New Year Dash style show for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, prepare yourself, boy, because it is <laughs> a hell of a show. Oh, boy. Well, I suppose with that being said... Uh, Alex, where can the good humans find you? The good humans can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. I swear to God, I'll start being more active. Uh, you can find us at WrestleOzStar with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, WrestlingOzStar, leave a like, and follow Chris at... At I am Chris Funder on Twitter as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. I forgot to say, uh, Joel Bateman calling out Charlie Evans was absolute goosebumps. <laughs>